Welcome to another episode of Adultish Presents Fifi After Dark, where your host, Afia, is left all alone with the recording equipment and a drink in her hand. You can listen, like, comment, share, and subscribe to Adultish on most streaming platforms, as well as find us on Twitter at Adultish P0DCAST. spanking new episode of adultish presents fifi after dark and i would like to take the first few moments of this episode to say i am so sorry y'all that we've gone yet another week without content um i know you guys are tired of hearing me say sorry because i'm tired of saying it right and i know i made a promise right that we would try to like give you as much weekly content as possible um but sometimes some adult-ish be happening you know see how i tied it all together some adult-ish be happening um that will pull you in different directions right so i know both myself and vincent have been immensely busy within the last few weeks or so and as much as we've tried our best to you know find time to schedule and record uh, what will then happen is that something will pop up or crop up as it typically does when you are, you know, an adult and living a, a you know, fully work driven life. Um, <clears throat> you know, shit happened and and we unfortunately could not find the time to record as we wanted to. But. I am recording this episode of Fifi After Dark for you all. Um, I've been meaning to record this episode for quite some time now, but my own personal setbacks had been in the way. And what that setback is, is actually kind of like what I wanted to talk to you guys about, which is knowing when your body is trying to tell you some shit. Um, So I'm one of those people who like, you know, like, when shit happens, you kind of shrug it off or whenever I'm feeling sick, like I kind of just take it like it's just a cold or whatever. And so I do my little holistic, you know, things. If it is drinking lemon juice or taking echinacea or whatever um, to kind of help me through it. And this last time that I was not feeling well, my body was like trying to tell me something like, yo, something's not right. But I kind of like took some of the warning signs as, ah, oh, you know, I just ate something bad or maybe there's like a wrong combination with my food. But the symptoms started getting worse. And again, just being one of those people who are just like, ah, it's all right. It'll sort itself. It'll sort itself out. It'll sort itself out. I kind of allowed this thing to persist. So what has actually been happening with me? I don't know. I can't even tell you guys what it was. But what I can tell you is that it is gastrointestinal, which means it's, you know, along my digestive tract. So from my mouth to my bootay. Um, <clears throat> and there was just shit happening along the way, right? So um, I was having bouts of nausea and 
Um, at times I was throwing up and like my stomach was just cramping. Um, I was using the bathroom a lot. Like it was just a lot going on. And at first I thought it might've been food poisoning. Um, because I know I had eaten some like old ass Turkey. Um, but then it, it wasn't, you know, food poisoning usually clears up like a week, two weeks. This shit has been going on for like over a month now, right? Um, and so I was just like, you know what? Fuck this shit, bro. Like, I can't. Like, I can't, right? And for the first time in probably a very long time, I took a sick day from my job. I took a sick day. And a full-on sick day at that. It wasn't like a, okay, I'm sick, but... I'm still around if you need me. It was like, I'm sick. Don't talk to me. Don't call me. Like, unless it's uh, an emergency, I don't want to fucking hear about it. Which, funny enough, I sent out that email and like, and 30 minutes later, somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, what's going on? I know you're out sick, but I want to talk to you about something. Took the day and just stayed in bed. Like, it got to a point where this thing happening to my body, like I was just in bed. I was just staying in bed. I'm spending hours in bed because walking around was making me nauseous and making me feel like I wanted to throw up. Talking to people made me feel like I wanted to throw up. And so there was that. And the following day, I got up and my body was just like wanting, it felt like everything in my body just wanted to flush out. Um, And so my sister was like, I think you should go to the ER. Go to the ER. I'm there for like hours, about four or five hours. They come back and they're like, your blood work is totally normal. You're fine. Um, So whatever it is that you've got, like, clearly it's not picking up on this scale so you may have to go see a gastroenterologist to figure out what's wrong so that's where i am right now um and i bring it up because so many of us like push our bodies like push ourselves beyond what we believe our thresholds are for the sake of what right for the sake of what um a lot of us tend to feel like you know we can we can tell our bodies what to do we can control them and sometimes our bodies can just tell us no bitch like i run you and i had to learn that the hard fucking way Um, at this point, I'm kind of just hoping that if that it's nothing serious or if it is something, you know, moderately serious, then it's also manageable. Um, because, you know, here I go, WebMD ended up and I'm seeing how these symptoms can be related to like chronic illnesses. Right. And then I'm looking at the stats and it's showing that like you know, 50%, um, not 50%, um, 
that <clears throat> the, these chronic illnesses are found more, you know, are more common in women who are under 50 years of age, women who are under 50. And I'm like, holy shit, that's my demographic. So <clears throat> I'm so sorry, y'all. So um, maybe, maybe this could be affecting me, right? Again, bringing it back to the point of we got to let our bodies like do the talking for us and actually fucking listen to them. And I know I've had a hard time or, or I've, I make a hard time of doing that because again, I'm very much like, I'm going to push myself. I'll push myself. I'll push myself. And I'm also a believer of like, okay, well, like if I'm sick, but I still have the capacity to like open my eyes and read or send a text message or do something then I'm still capable of doing work. I mean, I used to take, I would not take my sick days from work because I felt like those I was secretly storing those sick days for like when I was really sick, you know, as opposed to like, oh, I have a cough or a cold, <clears throat> take a sick day. I was like, all right, I'll just work from home because the cough and the cold aren't necessarily like taking me out, but because I don't want the discomfort of being around people in the public, you know, to cough and you know, become the the walking pariah because, you know, if you have a runny nose and you're blowing your nose and people see you and it's like, ew, you're like walking, you know, you're a walking incubator for bacterial plague. Like I didn't, I didn't want that shit. Right. And this is pre COVID, which means that I was always a clean bitch. I was never a person who was all about <coughs> spreading germs. Like some of you nasty hoes out there, not judging, but, but, but totally judging. Anyway. So, I've always been that kind of person. So anytime like I've had like a cold or like a cough or something or like a persistent cough <clears throat> or what I used to think was like, um, you know, sinitis or like um, just really bad, like upper respiratory problems come to find out these were severe allergies. Um, I would just take the time to just work from home, but not take the time to actually rest and like fully rest and comprehend how important rest is. It's so damn important. And yeah, like I said, like I would have these bouts of respiratory problems where like, you know, I couldn't breathe. And if you guys hear me, I've never been able to for many, many years now to breathe clearly through both nostrils at the same time. It's always just been one nostril closes, the other's open, and then it swap off, swap off, swap off. And then there would be certain times of the year where I would just be ridiculously stuffy and can't breathe. And those would be the days that I would just tell people, hey, I'm working from home today because, you know, my sinuses are just really, really, really bugging out right now. And I can't be bothered to like leave the house and try and travel for two hours on the train to come in there. Like I can't breathe. So I'm going to stay home, but I'll work from home as opposed to I'm going to stay home and just rest. So if this last um, incident or, you know, ailment has taught me anything, um, it's one, the importance of rest and two, the importance of listening to my body. So going back to the sinitis thing, like I used to regularly just have like what my mother would call the flu. It wasn't really the flu, but she would call it the flu because I was coughing, I was sneezing, runny nose, you know, kind of sort of achy. 
So her thing was like, well, this must be the flu. And because of that, I was like regularly medicated like all the time. Like I was always taking like Vix 44, Robitussin, um, not Theraflu, uh, what's the other one? NyQuil, DayQuil. I would, I would occasionally take things like Theraflu, uh, Motrin, all that other shit. So I would be guzzling these things down. And as I got older and these symptoms continued to persist, I had to switch off to like a holistic way of doing things because it was just like, listen, my body has gotten so immune um, to like the effects of the medication that it's not doing anything. I was over medicating my body. Literally, that just over medicating my body um, for symptoms that I did not have. And for a flu, that wasn't even a fucking flu. So, um, you know, at one point, doctors said it could be bronchiolitis. At another point, they were like, oh, it's just something you could take a steroid pack and clear up. And finally, up until, what was it, a year ago? Up until about a year ago. So finally, a year ago. These symptoms were happening. And not only were they happening, it got to a point where it had stolen my voice. Like, if you can imagine the hand that Ursula had in The Little Mermaid when she went down in Ariel's throat and just, like, yanked the shit out, that's what happened. Like, I sounded like Michael Jackson on Latoya Jackson on Helium. It was that bad. So my coworkers were like, I think you should like go see a doctor, like go see a doctor about it, go see a doctor about it. And again, they're like, your blood work is fine. You're good. Um, but you know, maybe you should see an allergist because if we don't see it in the blood, then that means it's not a blood thing. So check the allergist out, go to the allergist and homegirl tells me like, yeah, so you're allergic to seasonal pollen, you know, so wintertime pollen you're allergic to, springtime pollen you're allergic to, which makes all the sense because that those were the seasons that I would get sick. It's literally like, um, you know, as fall emerges into winter and then as winter is changing into spring, like those are the, the, the times when my sinuses will just be the absolute worst. Um. They also tell me like, oh, you're allergic to like several different types of trees. And I'm like, okay, so trees that exist in nature that I have <clears throat> no control over. Cool. Then they're like, oh, you're also allergic to guinea pigs. I'm like, the fuck? Like I had two guinea pigs. This is how you guys like how detached I am from my own health. I had two guinea pigs growing up. Um, and I never used to put two and two together about me be allergic to them because I used to bathe them. And whenever I would bathe them, like I would break out, like my face would break out into hives. But I wasn't looking at myself when I'm bathing them because I'm not seeing myself. Like all that would happen is that like my nose would start itching and would start running and I would start sneezing a lot. And I thought that to be, oh, that's probably just like the dirty, you know, the pet dander or whatever from them being dirty. So when I clean them, they'll be all fine. And it was like one day, um, while I was giving them a bath, did I like look in the mirror and I saw like blotches under my eyes, like little like raised blotches under my eyes. And I was like, shit, this pet dander is really fucking me up. It was the guinea pigs, y'all. <clears throat> the whole ass time it was the guinea pigs. 
so here I am learning about my body. And I think, and like I said, this, this latest incident um, is pushing me to continue to do that. So I say that, I say all of this to say that like, we, we operate in such a way where we feel like if it ain't death, it ain't serious, right? Like if it's not going to kill me, it's not that serious. And a lot of us, we, a lot of us kind of like weave that into um, like our work ethic and all kinds of shit too, right? Like I can't let my team down. I can't let my job down. Like I want to show them that I'm serious about this job. So even when I'm sick, you know, I'm not taking a full day or I'm still working from home. I'm still showing I'm a team player. No. When your body is telling you like you need to stop, you need to stop. Look, listen to your heart. Hear what it's saying. That's Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye, by the way. Anyway, you need to do that. Stop, look, and listen, like, because sometimes your body could be telling you things and you're not listening. And then when they get worse, you, you, you question, well, how did it get so bad? It was always bad. You just weren't paying attention to your body. I mean, so, I mean, especially when it comes to things like stress. So a lot of this that was happening to me, oddly enough, a lot of my friends rallied and were like, it could be stress. It could be stress. It could be stress. Like, aren't you stressed out by your job? And it's super true. Like, I do get stressed out by my job. Even one of my bosses asked me if the reason that I was feeling ill was from stress. And I said, it could be, but... I've been stressed before and I've never had stress put me into a position or take me into a position where it was physically affecting me. Stress, if anything, mentally is like, it's just, it just creates mental exhaustion and fatigue, right? Not like changes to my, you know, bowel movements. Like that's never heard of stress doing that before. Never, not saying that it doesn't, but never heard that before. And I never experienced stress that way before. So I was like, mm, I don't think it's stress, but okay, maybe it is stress. Even still, in situations where your body is stressed, that's also a sign, right? When you're getting that fatigue, when you're getting tired, when you're waking up and you're feeling like you're you're not well rested or as soon as you start to work, maybe you start to get anxiety, you start getting a panic, um, you know, your heart is racing you are bombarded with a ton of thoughts. You can't think straight, all that other shit. Like, yes, that is stress. And if your body is doing that, that means your body is telling you, like, listen, we don't want to do this right now. Like, it's too much for us to do. And we need to step back. But again, we're so ingrained into, like, this work hard, play hard culture. And this work hard, you know, um, in order to, to, to be the best culture, we ignore our bodies, and in ignoring our bodies, we ignore our health. And ignoring our health, we're deteriorating deteriorating ourselves sooner and quicker. You know? So <clears throat> this is really important to me, at the very least right now, because I know, like I said, I'm one of those people that push. And if you're like me, then you're one of those people too where they're just like, ah, oh, just give me a cup with some lemon and some honey and I'll be fine. No! We got to get those things checked out, you know? And also sometimes some of that too can come like in the form of shaming because I know that like I like disclosed to like a relative or something like that. I was sick and they were kind of just like, well, are you only going to the doctor because you want medication? And 
it's kind of like why are we demonizing or antagonizing medication or or um antagonizing chronic medication like i get it when it's like a vicodin or a percocet or something that's like for a back pain and you can actually become hooked on those things but like allergy meds like i'm not even i'm like you can't get hooked on no allergy meds half the time i forget to take them shits and it's a problem because i'm just gonna be not taking them walking outside and then just not breathing and then going ah shit i gotta take my allergy meds you know what i mean so sometimes even that kind of response makes people feel weary about going to doctors because it's like i don't want to get hooked up on some synthetic drugs and you know have it control my life or whatever the case may be but you got to prolong your life however you can. So if that means taking some pills, if that means stepping away from work and allowing yourself to fully 100% just relax and rest, um, then do it. Don't stop, just do it, do it. When I say that one day was like so ridiculously good and sad at the same time that one Monday that I took off fully um, because of the mere fact that like, like, like I said, when I told people like, Hey, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk. Don't outreach me. Nothing. <sighs> I literally just laid in bed. I watched some TV. I went to sleep. I woke up feeling a little bit better because I was able to take getting a few more hours of rest Um, you know, I was watching what I was eating because I didn't have to rush to eat because I wasn't running to a meeting or coming from a meeting or having to run and do a task, you know, um, it was, it was beneficial in a way, right? Because then I can actually actively monitor my body. I was monitoring my body and seeing, doing a check-in. How do I feel? How are you doing right now? How's your stomach feeling right now? How's your legs feeling right now? How's your head feeling right now? How's your chest feeling right now? Like I was able to actually do that. So the point of this FAD is that as adults, we need to check in with our bodies. We really need to check in with our bodies. And we need to make that more important than anything else. I know I'm a <clears throat> horrible example of it. I will never profess to be a good example of that whatsoever. I'm a horrible, horrible person. Like, I don't even do my yearly check-ins with my doctor. Um, you know, I don't, I don't do all of that shit, but like, I should. I really should. And I encourage all of you to do it too, especially if you're working and you're being um, insured by your, your employer. Take take those trips, take those visits, do those check-ins and really, 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 you know, take a moment to sit in your body and see how you're feeling and what, what you're feeling and how you're feeling and how that's affecting you. Because again, stress, that mental stress can definitely turn into something physical, right? It can manifest into something physical that can then trigger something terrible. And I'm not saying this to make you guys all feel like, holy shit, when I'm stressed out, I really need to go to the doctor because otherwise I'm going to die like a fear. No, what I'm saying is, is that if you're feeling stressed, you want to make sure that you are aware you're, you're, you're identifying this is stress and you're taking the necessary precautions or the necessary actions rather to, combat that which means take a sick day take a mental health day 
um, take some time out from work or if you want to go do your check-in, do your check-in. Um, you know, schedule your shit regularly. Meet up with people because that's how you can detect things sooner rather than later. You find all these stories and you hear all these stories about all these folks who are like, you know, finding that they have stage four cancer or stage three cancer, like so down the far down the line. And it's like, why? You know, like the Alex Trebek's in the world and, and, um, you know, the Chadwick Bozeman's and so on and so forth. It's like, how did they, you know, by the time that they found it, it was like stage two, stage three, stage four. And it's like, why didn't they catch it earlier? Because we weren't checking in with our fucking bodies part of my language but you know we weren't checking in we felt that little ache that little ooh, oh you know oh that might have been uh a little ache from bumping into this or bumping into that you know and we let it rock and then another thing happens and we let that shit rock again we let another something else happens and then let the shit rock and then finally it's too late so we really, really, really need to do a better job of checking in with ourselves, checking with our bodies. And I think it is something that is an adult-ish thing to do. When we're younger, we go, mommy, I feel sick. And then mommy and daddy come and they take the thermometer and then they go to the pharmacy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they would schedule the doctor's appointment and bring you in and blah, blah, blah. They did those things for us. And it's like once they stop doing those things for us, we tend to just forget to do that for ourselves. And I'm not saying that's all of you. I'm pretty sure there are quite a few out there who are really good and really meticulous about your health. And to you, congratulations and kudos for doing an amazing job. For the rest of us, we got to get our shit together, y'all. For real, for real. You know, I'm sitting here now just hoping and praying that it's not something chronic, right? Like that it's not something that I'm going to have to manage for the rest of my life. Even if I do, that's absolutely fine because that's my cross to bear. But it's very much like I'm hoping, right? And the reason why I'm hoping is because when it first happened, I let that shit slide. I was like, eh, 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 it's a one-off. But then it became less of a one-off. And then me going, okay, let me just self-medicate you know, because it really ain't that serious instead of going to a doctor. And now I'm at a point where it's like, now I got to see several doctors, right? Because doctors can't find the shit. So now I got to find another doctor who can try and find the shit to figure out what the shit is. But, um, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's be so much better with checking in, doing our regulars, our physicals, our, you know, if if it's your annuals, go to your gyno, Get your shit checked out, fellas. Go to your doctor. Get your scrotch checked out. I know some of y'all get a little testy with people touching your balls and your booty, but guess what? Guess what? That hoe cancer, she love balls and booty. So if y'all don't want to be out here with the testicular cancer and the colon cancer, you need to be checking your shit regularly and get used to that man, you know, or woman, you know, with that latest finger poking in your holes and, and, you know, massaging and searching for bumps and lumps because they need to do it. Fuck your manhood. They need to do it. They need to do it. It has to be done. You know, ladies, well, I mean, we, we are accustomed to all kinds of shit happening to our bodies. So it is what it is. So, you know, go and get your shit checked out, you know, get the crank, 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 open it up, swab it up, get your health on, 
you know, um, make sure that we're checking in on our teeth. Child, I haven't, I'm having issues with my teeth as well. And I'm even sitting here like, maybe it's the te- my teeth that's like causing all of this. Because sometimes all that shit be interconnected. Mad random. I remember there was the episode of Frasier. Yes, I watch Frasier. Fuck y'all if you don't. It was an episode of Frasier. Well, I won't say fuck y'all if you don't. But don't be out here judging me over Frasier. Because Frasier was a good ass show. Okay, but anyway, I, I digress. Um, Where Niles, one of the main characters, like he was having, I think it was like a toothache or something like that. Like he was having either a toothache or a footache. Like he was having a random ache in his body. And he kept pushing it, pushing it off. And they were like, oh no, but he was really neurotic about it, right? Because his thing was like, oh no, what if it's, you know, a displaced pain because something, some other part of my body is, you know, in pain and it's displacing it to my tooth. So he was being really neurotic about it. And that's why he didn't really want to go see anything, see anybody about it. But then when he did, they came back and told him like, oh yeah, maybe it's something in your mind. But then they told him later on, like, yeah, you do have a heart condition. Like we did check your heart and there was something wrong. So it's like, here is a lesson, an episode on Frasier where his body was trying to tell him like, boo, something's off. And he, you know, was scared or hesitant to check up and just to find out that there really was something wrong with him and something that was going to require a lot of surgery, like a very dangerous or, you know, a very life altering surgery at best or at least because at, well, at best, yes, at best, um, you know, best case scenario, it's going to be life altering, but you know, worst case that he could have died from the surgery. Um, you know, so, well, then I guess best case would be that he'll be fine. Anyway, semantics. Um, another episode of, you know, or here's an episode that's speaking to that, right? So I'm sitting here thinking, well, maybe my tooth might be the reason. Blah, blah, blah. Got to get that shit checked. Got to get that shit checked. Got to get that shit fixed. You know, I mean, there's so many of us out here who don't even have primary care doctors. And again, I'm one of those folks because I don't, I don't make my health a priority and I really should. And I need to. And in me saying that I need to make my health a priority, that's why I came on here to say like, listen, y'all, we got to make our health a priority. Our parents are no longer caring about our health. Like they're basically like, um, I birthed you, you're an adult now, go forth and prosper and multiply and whatever other bullshit you want to do. They don't care about your health anymore. So we have to be responsible for ourselves to make sure that, you know, if you're feeling a toothache or whatever the case may be, you go to that dentist. If you, if you're having, you know, you're feeling like your back is sore, go, go to that chiropractor, like do what you got to do to just really take care of your health. And even if you don't have insurance like that, and you're like, I still need that help. That's when you got to put the big, the, the big person panties on and start looking into that Medicaid, start looking into that Medicare, start looking into those health insurance options. And I know I'm speaking as though it's that super easy because it really isn't, but I'm saying this to say that health needs to be put at the forefront. And even if you can't, let's say you still can't get doctors and whatever, stuff like that research, like do as much research as you can Find as many resources as you possibly can that can speak to you about health. There are people out there who are willing to just give you advice or talk to you or consult you on what your health ailments may be. And they can give you holistic options. They can probably give you, um, you know, advice on how to go about getting generic treatments or whatever. 
whatever it is like seriously and i mean this wholeheartedly we gotta we gotta we gotta be more in tune with our bodies we have to be more in tune with our bodies because you're gonna wake up one morning gonna feel the weight of a 500 pound turd in your stomach and can't do shit about it and you ain't gonna know what to do why it's there why does this why does this hurt so much you ain't gonna know so with that being said i just really 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 want to say y'all let's start listening let's start opening our ears to what our body is telling us that ache in your back that crick in your neck you know that that pain in your side you know that pinch in your knee make sure you're checking on it you know make sure you're looking up you're following up on it you know even if you don't want to go to a doctor monitor it monitor if the pain is getting worse if it's getting less if it's because when you're walking up the stairs or because you're doing blah 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 do all of that because it helps so much too i mean when i was in the er uh what day it was sometime last week it was like crazy to me because all they wanted me to do was like describe every single feeling that i had everything that was happening and again because i'm not fully listening to my body i'm like "Mm, okay i can say this this and this i don't know if this actually happened around that time because i wasn't paying too too much attention so yeah no start paying attention y'all it's hard because you know your mind is all over the place and you want to do a million one things and maybe you are doing a million one things and so it's hard for you to kind of like pull yourself away from that and think and hone in on yourself but absolutely listen to what your body is telling you um again research and find some resources on how to maintain your health and if that is by you know um creating some kind of diet or a better diet you know consuming better foods um switching off from certain things like you know candy and all that other bad quote-unquote stuff for you even though i don't think those things are bad and it's all about moderation but i digress um you know cutting bad things out or things that you know you know that you're not supposed to be eating or drinking or consuming or ingesting whatever start moving those things and Um, replacing them with more healthier options to prolong your life all of this all this chatter that i'm talking about with checking in your body and all that good shit it's all geared towards prolonging your life you know when you check in on your body you prolong your life when you're paying attention to how your body's moving then you know how to keep it moving just saying anyway i'm gonna get off my cbd infused soapbox (laughs) about wellness um yes and that was the the um the vice of choice for this evening it was some cbd that i was given uh by uh the producer of the show and it's actually got me feeling quite relaxed so um i'm not mad at it but i'm gonna end my rant here because Ciao. I can just go. I can keep going. But I think the point I made was very clear. Let's start checking in with our bodies. Let's start checking in and making sure that we're paying attention to what ails us, what makes us better, what makes us worse, 
Um, because in doing that, we can continue to exist and coexist amongst each other, right? We already got coronavirus going on around here. Um, and that shit is scary enough to think about. Then to add your own underlying bullshit on top of that? Nah. Nah. No. So seriously, start checking in with yourself. 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 And start treating yourself better. You know, you keep talking about, I want to go on this diet. I want to eat healthier. Start eating healthier. And watch how your body changes. Watch the movement when you do that. And you see, you know, check your wellness and you'll see that, wow, this is making me feel better or this is making me feel worse. And adjust as you go, you know. Because as much as I'm I'm always out here talking about I don't give a shit, I really be giving a shit. I really be giving a shit. And I be monitoring myself when it gets really bad, which lets me know that I'm only ever going to uh, uh, encounter things when it's at its worst. So I need to do a better job of attacking it before, you know, before it even gets to that point. And I'm going to impart that upon you. It's the adultish way to prolong your life. Checking in with your body. Making sure that you are resting and getting several hours of restful sleep. Meaning your hand is not glued to a fucking Instagram. You're not scrolling up and down. You're not checking Facebook. You're not making TikTok dances. You're not doing any of that shit. You are resting. You are letting your body be at rest and allowing it to do all the repairs that it needs to do from the stress and all the things that it endured during that day. So check in with your bodies. Eat better, you know, or eat as well as you can. Nourish your body. And last but not least, listen to it. And with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode of Fifi After Dark. I know I didn't get all like super ooey gooey, but I promise you the next episode of Fifi After Dark, it may be like a cathartic release of a lot of shit um, and have a theme as well. But I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to release that one. I might, I don't know. But we'll probably get back to me being drunk and talking shit very soon don't worry about it it's coming back right um but until then please 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 like share comment subscribe download the adultish podcast where you know where it's found on most streaming sites you can catch up with me on social media on twitter at la jolie poeta that's l-a-j-o-l-i-e-p-o-e-t-a you can also find me on instagram at a-l-j-a-o-214 and hey if you are on clubhouse Please feel free to follow me and let's start a room on Clubhouse. I am at ALJ August. So on Clubhouse, that is at ALJ August. I would love to chat with you and let's just do something, you know, all vocally and stuff. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm all for it. And if you have any feelings or <clears throat> or thoughts, anything that you would love me to read, um, you know, regarding this episode or any other episode of Adultish, please feel free to email me at afia at digidisnet.com. That's afia at D-I-G-I-D-I-S-N-E-T.com. You can also find all of the Adultish social platforms on Facebook, 
Instagram and Twitter with adultish P zero D C A S T. Once again, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of adultish presents Fifi after dark. I promise I'll be back to the ooey gooey, um, drunken rants, but for right now, I'm going to take it a little easy on my stomach and just give you some CBD infused thoughts. Okay. So until next time, bye-bye. Stay well, be well, John Spark.